0: Have you been feeling like you need to reinvent yourself or you're in a time of transition? If you are and you need to be inspired, this is the episode for you. You're listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Rolston. Hello, my lovely Dynamic Women, and welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast. I'm Diane Rolston, your host. And here today, I have the most lovely... My friend, a client, a I could say a colleague in the coaching industry as well, Tazim Jamal. Welcome, Tazim.
1: Hello, hello. I'm so yes. happy to be here. I'm so excited and honored to be on your podcast. Thank you for the yeah, invitation. Well, I'm shocked that
0: it is this long. You know, I think listeners. You know, it's some one of those things that you think when someone is so close to you or someone uh, knows so much about what you do and you know so much about what they do, you almost feel like you've already interviewed them. <laughs> but I've never interviewed Tazeem and I'm absolutely shocked because she was, you know, one of the, basically one of the founding members of dynamic women community back in 2013 a huge supporter of the community a leader in it and uh and so i'm just so excited to bring her to you today and to be honest we've just actually chatted for the past two hours and 15 minutes where we were supposed to be recording this so um so you're still going to get the best of us and uh, and the best of her because she always brings it fully. But why don't Tazim tell us a little bit about yourself? You know your background, your your bio, these sort of things, so that we can get to know you a little bit better.
1: For sure. Hello, hello, everybody. So Diane and I have known each other for a long, long time, and yeah, it does. It feels like we have been friends forever, and it's been such a beautiful journey to watch you. But a little bit about me, I have been. Uh, a master esthetician. I started in this industry when I was 18 years old. It's the only career I've ever had. And I started my own business at the age of 21. For me, service has always been a big part of who I as a human. It was a big part of who I was growing up in our community, in our faith, in our family. So being in service to others has been something I've always enjoyed very, very much. And so for me, being an esthetician was just such a perfect way to be able to do that. And I love the skin. You know, I, I created a, a, a term called love the skin you're in, because you have to wear it every single mm. day, right? And so, you know, for me, skincare has been a big part of how I've been able to give back to the world, to make a difference. And it's not just about women looking and feeling amazing, but it's more about the confidence you can give them in in through yeah. that journey, right? So, because you know. Visually, as a society, we're very visual and people do judge others by the way that they look. But mm-hmm. for me, it was about helping women feel the confidence at any age, no matter whether they were 18, 25, or 55, right? And so, and in the last 10 years, I've transitioned into coaching and inspiring other aestheticians, spa business professionals in what they do in their career. I've done it for a very, very long time subconsciously. Yeah. And people would always say things. And the reason I think I became uh, like doing it formally was people would always say to me, Oh my God, how do you do that? Oh my goodness. How did you do that? How did you achieve that? And I would be like, what do you mean? Like for me being around people and, and I know so many people are freaked out by the word sell, but selling to me is not selling selling to me is serving. And so people would always say that to me, how do you do that? And I Finally came to the realization part of that in meeting you, um, Diane, and that's how you helped me grow was understanding that I had processes that I did automatically. Yep. That I was just like, what do you mean? So I had to take five steps back. <laughs> and I remember when you and I did that one whole day of like yeah, the that- VIP day, which was amazing. And it was so powerful because it really helped me see not just my strengths and my talents, but some of the processes that I did automatically did instinctively, because I grew up around business, my parents have always been in business. And so for me, business was just part of who I was. So when people said, you're 21, and you opened a business, like you're mighty young, I remember going to the chamber, and people would say that to me. And I'd be like, it's not about age, it's about attitude. I just always knew that being I was not very good at being employed. I was employed for one year by somebody. And I was a great staff member, a great team member. But I knew I could never do that. Because I wanted to be accountable to me and me only. I knew how driven I was. I knew how passionate I was. So that's a little bit about me.
0: Well, you just gave so many nuggets, so many nuggets there. And so listeners, did you catch that? Be in service, not in sales, Mm -hmm. right? That's, that's a big, a big one there. And what was the attitude one? I've already forgotten it. It
1: it's not age, it's attitude. It's not age, it's attitude. attitude. It doesn't matter whether you're 21 or 71, right? It's not about age, it's your attitude, right? And if you're inspired to do something and you want to do something, then you're just, you're going to be able to move forward and just do it. And regardless of the naysayers, right? Like, I mean, naysayers are always going to be in your ear and including our own head, the voice in our own head that is chattering going, oh my God, don't do that. Or don't, you're going to fail. And no, we've got to move forward, Mm -hmm. right? So yeah, when I opened up Skindulge and Spa in Port Moody at the age of 21, people were like blown away, right? They were like, really? You're like, you're 21? And I'm like, yeah, right? So, but I, you know, I didn't see myself as young. I mean, I felt like I had a lot of wisdom. My parents were amazing and teaching me so many life lessons. And so, yeah, it's been a really magical journey and not not without bumps in the road, which we'll talk about, but yes. we will.
0: Yeah. So this, this episode being about how to reinvent yourself. And I know that the word, the P word pivot has been used so much over this past year. Um, And I think we're just annoyed with it because we hear it so much, but it's true. And this idea of not just reinventing yourself, but bringing out the best in yourself and reconnecting with who you are at the core And the awesomeness that other people see in you. And so I do want to get into the whole like purple carpet experience and all this now. But I really feel like just based on what you have shared, that it'd be really cool for us to go actually back, back to this place. Like, yes, you're 21. You build up this spa. It's the most amazing spa. So tell us a little bit about like the place that you took that spa to.
1: So I built it from the ground up and had this really amazing space back then i sold a lot of retail items so retail's always been a big part of my life but i sold amazing things for women like port moody was a small sleepy little art town and back then like i had neon in my window and a leather couches in the like right in the reception area and people would come and stare at my window and i would always invite people to come into my space but we had beautiful like jewelry and we had like at one point we used to carry lingerie and then we carried lots of accessories and so Women, it was like a one-stop kind of shop. You could come, you could get your spa treatment, you could buy a gift, you could buy a little something for your, you know, weekend away, and so it was a really great space for women to come. And I had this space for about twelve years, and then had the opportunity to go into a more affluent area of Port Moody. And let me stop um, you
0: here for one sec. This is Port Moody, British Columbia, Columbia Canada. 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 Anyone who is is wondering. <laughs> Uh, about you know 30 to 40 minutes outside of uh, downtown Vancouver.
1: So thank you idea. for framing that for yeah, sure that yes something. and then I moved into and rebuilt for the second time um, a physical space and back then there had never been a spa quite like what we had created. We were the first spa in probably certainly in the lower mainland to offer side-by-side services. So we offered like, we had a beautiful space. I had an architect that I worked with. I had a designer that I worked with. And then I found out I was pregnant, a middle of this process and it was very, very stressful. Oh yeah. But that was really challenging. And I knew I had this budget. I did spend a lot of money in my build out, but I wanted it to be the most unique space. And so Uh, I incorporated, as many of you can see, you know, different shades of purple and kind of used the theme of the winery. Like when you think of a wine, like when you go to a wine estate, right? And you look at the, you look at that and the colors were like copper, which represented the earth. And there was a beautiful kind of a deep kind of sage green that represented the leaves. And then there was purple, which represented the grapes. And so my husband and I were passionate about wine and we used to go to the Napa Valley every single year before we like before we have our children and so that is kind of the influence and what I used in the decor but purple had always been my favorite color I remember having like you know even as a teenager like a pair of little beautiful purple shoes and so purple's always been a big part of my life and I came to the realization that the color purple really represented um not just loyalty a a royalty when you think of kings and queens you think of you know purple velvet but it also represents deep spirituality, which really is, I feel both sides of who I am as a human as well, right? So I love all the glamorous stuff. I love luxurious things, but there's a really deep spiritual side to me. And so the color purple really represented that for me. And so when I transitioned into the second space, people were chomping at the bit before we were even open. And I remember we actually ended up opening Mother's Day weekend at the new space. Perfect. And it was in Insane. like it was insane people were lined up outside the door to buy gift certificates and come into our space and it was such a unique space on so many levels right like it was I, and I'm all about attention to detail so every little thing was just on point and so I remember now I think about it and I'm like oh my god it was such an exciting time right it was a beautiful space we had a beautiful area in the back and we had like a what I call a tsunami wall so it was all part of the architectural features of the space but then we had this 30 foot ceiling that I actually had the designers paint in like sky blue. So it looked like you were looking up at the sky. It's like there it was it was like a glass ceiling, right? So it was a really, really, really cool space. And we had a steam shower. We, you know, we used to cater food in for people. It was an amazing how many journey. people worked there? At one point we had nine staff members. So it was still like a wow. boutique spa, but for for Canada, it was a definitely a, a decent sized spa, right? So yeah. Uh, yeah, it was awesome and we had the double room so all the rooms opened up we had like beautiful French doors all of our you know a lot of our materials and fabrics were imported from Europe that we you know used to create like these gorgeous purple velvet couches and actually the curtains I have behind me are actually from my spot yeah <laughs> so and- I really 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 love the color purple right so yeah and so for a-
0: those of you who are listening to the podcast you can't see what Tazim mm. is talking about But if you do want to check it out, you can go over to my channel on YouTube, uh, where I will be posting this as well. So for all of you watching on YouTube, you get to see the lovely (laughs) Kazeem and see the purple that she's talking about. So you had the dream spa, amazing clients, awesome staff, you were winning awards Mm -hmm. uh, for not only like the work you were doing in the spa, but also just you as a person, you were being acknowledged in newspapers magazines you yeah. were being quoted lots of amazing stuff happening then what where was the reinvention Where was the shift because you know people know you as a very happy go lucky person and okay. you know maybe like oh you've been blessed with such a great family and such a great husband such mm-hmm. great business but let's pull back the curtain here
1: oh those are all very very true I'm super blessed to have an amazing husband incredible family awesome support but I don't think anybody is not privy to something that's happened in your life, right? And so when, when the crash of 2009, 2010 occurred, that was about the 10-year mark for skin indulgence at Newport Village. And we had come to a crossroads. My husband's like, do you want to renew the lease? Do you want to give away your life for another 10 years to the landlord, to the government, to the taxation system, and to your staff? Like, are you, are you prepared to do that? Or do you want to walk away? And I realized that I needed to walk away. I was burnt out. I was exhausted. My kids were growing. I felt like I'd missed so much. But I tried. I did try with my landlord. We tried to go back and forth for five or six months to see if we could make it work. And they just were not willing to work with me. So I made the hardest decision of my life. Yeah, can you tell? It's it's interesting when you bring it up in conversation. Sometimes it still really hits home. It's like, wow.
0: Yeah. Because- it, it's there's grief and loss, and especially mm-hmm. when you weren't quite ready to move on, but your hand was a bit forced mm-hmm. uh, because you're running a business and you need to yeah. make sure that your that expenses don't out, you know. Push exactly, I was it.
1: yes, and, and I was responsible for my staff. I was responsible yeah. to my team. I honored yeah. them. I had supported them. I had helped them grow. But I just knew as guilty as I felt for them, I knew I needed yeah. to do this for me and for my family. And so we made the decision to cut ties and uh, basically say that we were done with the lease. And that began that began a very, very, what felt like a lifetime journey, um, going introspection, right? Like really going deep, figuring out what I was going to do, figuring mm. out. How I was going to reinvent myself, figuring out beyond Skindulgent Spa, who was Tazeen Jamal. Yes, that was the hardest, probably a year and a half of my life. And it was at the it was quite early in that time when you and I met.
0: Yeah, I'm going to pause you there because I do want to get into that, but I also want to bring it back to the listeners because you may be thinking, well, I don't run a spa; I didn't have to give up my business or my spa but just think about like, what have you had to give up, especially with the past year? Have you had to give up working in an office at a workplace you liked? Have you had to switch jobs? Have you had a loved one taken from you? Like there's something where maybe you are feeling the same grief that Tazim felt at that time. And as she kind of goes into explaining more about how she was able to go back to the core of who she is and reinvent herself, like see how that can apply to you so that you can really gain from what she is just about to share. And also Tizim, I want to just mention the thing of you went back to who you were rather than your title. And this is a lot about what I speak on is who you are is more important than what you do because who you are right you're an expert at that and for the most part like that doesn't change who you are doesn't change you evolve and you grow and you become more fully alive in who you are but that doesn't change where titles are stripped from from us we are fired or we re- retire from jobs partners can either pass away or we can become widowed There are, you know, kids leave, leave the nest. And then who are we as every moms anymore? Uh, So there's all these titles that really can can confine and define us. And I, I love that you're sharing your story about how you went back to who is Tazim. Yeah. So tell us, so what happened there? Yes, we met. I remember that, that night very clearly, but you know, this is not my episode. It's yours. So you tell me what, and tell us what you want to share about how you got back to you.
1: So it was a mutual friend that introduced me to, to you, and that was, I think, one of the first maybe two or three dynamic women in-person meetings that, you know, you were hosting. In and, that city, yeah. Yeah, in that city, and it was it was a powerful night. I'm a very, very social person. Anybody that knows me, I'm very vibrant, and yet I am actually can often be an introvert. And I'm a very, very private person. And I remember you opening the floor, and you said to some, you said you looked around the room, and you said, "Who would like to start first? And it was just and it was just, it, it was silence. introduce yourself, introduce yourself, introduce yeah.
0: yourself, name, title, yeah. business name, who are yeah. you?
1: And I stepped into it and put my kind of put my hand, <laughs> and I introduced myself. And I don't know, I must have said more than what you asked for because then I burst into tears, and it was just the most incredible night because I felt like it was permission to just honor who I was and where I was at. So that was a really, really powerful night.
0: Wow, Tazim. So yeah, that was a a hard time because you gave up your passion. You then had to come to this place of like, what am I doing now? And I can remember that it really rocked your confidence to the core, even though Mm -hmm. You were super experienced, winning awards, very successful, had a huge clientele. You were bringing in the money, the revenue, right? Which often speaks to, to that. And, and you were highly sought after. You still felt that, like, who am I and where do I go from here? So, what, what happened next?
1: Well, it was a long journey for sure. Like, it was, you know, it felt like a lifetime in that moment, but it was about a year and a half where I really had to go into that, what I call that introspection place, that place of cocooning. You know, I dropped associations with every other outside organization other than my family and my immediate business. Like I literally had to pull away from everything else in my world, the chamber any associations, fees, like any organization I belong to, I pulled away from everything because I felt like it was the only way that I could manage my life in that moment. My clients were the focus of my world. But I remember my daughter's one day, she said to me, mama, it's Saturday and it's only five o'clock and you're already home. And I was like, oh, honey, just wasn't that busy at the end of the day. And this happened for two or three weeks in a row. And it was only after that third time when my oldest daughter said that to me, I thought to myself, maybe you've, maybe you're right. And I realized that I was just spending as little time as possible at the spa. I loved my clients, but spent as little time as possible there because I just needed to be home with my family. Yeah. They were my core, they were, they were my everything in that moment. Not that they're not all the time because I'm very connected to my family, but in that moment, I just needed to heal. I needed to not always be the one that had the answers. But I think the, the, you know other than working with you, the other big piece that really, really transformed me out of that place of darkness was when I had the opportunity to write my story. Now this was really, really hard for me. I sat on this for a long time, but there was a woman that I knew who invited me to participate in this book. And it was called 365 Life Shifts. And we had like 350 words that I had to write my entire story in. Uh, and anybody who knows me, I say I don't do Twitter because I can't do 280 characters. <laughs> so writing my whole experience of this, of this journey of mine in 350 words, every single letter counted. But I did it. And I cried and I cried and I cried. And I'm, I'm a crier. Like I, in, my, in private, I'm a crier. But it takes a lot to make me cry. I'm a very strong person. I'm always giving to others. But I knew that this was the journey that I needed to do. And, and when she invited me, I was like, I don't know if I want to share this vulnerable story to the world. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, that was really hard for me because I'm everybody's cheerleader. So people don't see me as that person that's ever down in the dumps or having a bad day. And I'm like, yeah, I have a bad day. I just don't air that on social media. or don't tell people yeah. about it. But I felt like it was the only way that I was going to move, move beyond where I was at. So I agreed to do it. And I participated, and it was so pivotal because the day that the book launched was the day that I moved into my current physical bricks and mortar space for skin Dulgence Spa and it happened it happened on the very same day, just february twenty second and that day the book went to number one on Amazon in eight categories in the first twenty four hours
0: wow, which was
1: mind boggling it was really yes. amazing but As people got the book and I was able to share the story, it really helped me move beyond where I was because I realized that that was a moment in time, but I had lessons to learn Mm. and I needed to find a way to get out of that so I could continue to inspire others. So, my message to anybody listening to this is you might be in a really dark place, you might be in a really hard place, but this is not your forever story. This is just Part of your story that will become a strength that you can lean on. Yes. Right. And so that was huge for me. Huge.
0: Yeah. Because it's like the wind was knocked out of your sails. And then coming back to that place of who am I now? And so, you know, listeners, this whole thing around going in and caring for self and spending time with yourself and getting back to the root of what matters most. And sometimes it's not right? It's not the success. It's the satisfaction mm-hmm. in life and what really matters. And really, when you think of it, you didn't do a complete reinvention. Because I remember you saying to me, I don't know who I am. Like, kind of like that idea of what do I have to offer now? And it's like, you have so much. And sometimes you just need someone else to pull that out of you. And what I love is that while you know I was there to hold up the mirror to tell you how amazing you are and to help pull that out of you, you now can help others by helping them to really step into what they are really great at, but then giving them the tangible tools and that experience of 30 years in, in the spa industry being, you know, amazing at retail sales the purple corporate experience, all that amazing stuff. So let everyone know, like, what are you doing now with your, how did you make that change that many years ago? Uh, And then maybe how are you making a change this year because of COVID?
1: So, you know, I just realized like working with you, especially, I just realized that I did have so much to offer people, Mm -hmm. but I was feeling a little bit initially like, who am I to share this wisdom with others? But I realized that in talking to people, people would always say to me, oh my God, you're so full of light. You're full of incredible ideas. Like you totally helped me and you don't even think you realize that. So I actually, for almost a year, year and a half, I just showed up. I showed up in lots and lots of different groups. I just got myself known uh, at the time when we could travel. I was really, really blessed to be invited to speak at a lot of different conferences. I was writing for lots of publications so a lot of my work has been published. And so I got invited purely based on one or two opportunities. It was like a domino effect. More yeah. and more started happening, right? And so don't be afraid to step into who you are. And that's what I did. I finally stepped into who I was. And it took longer than it probably should have because I kept feeling like I just need to serve others. But in serving others during the year of COVID, I was so honored. I actually won you know, a, a business award Uh, for the coaching work that I did through COVID, which was unbelievable. I was so honored and I just kept giving and giving and giving and giving, which was great. I did have paying clients, but most of the time I was giving and it was incredible because people were so grateful and they were like, you don't know where, where I was. I was in such a dark place, but I knew I needed to just be in service to others, but we have to remember the (laughs) caveat You can't forget about yourself and being in the industry of giving and nurturing. I felt like I was constantly nurturing others. And I realized towards the tail end of the year, like around my birthday, we're both Virgo, September, I realized that I was giving too much of myself and I was burning out. And I ended up like hitting rock bottom again, to some degree, not in the same manner as I did the four years prior. Yeah. But I hit rock bottom and realized I was so burnt out. I had no time or energy for my family for the things that I love.
0: So I'm going to pause so, it here because I want the listeners to really catch a few things here. Knowing your priorities and being able to stick to them or being able to get back to them quickly when you realize you're not sticking to them. And also, you know, you were sharing about being in service to others and just showing up as who you are And what I love is you just, you stepped into that first thing and then another opportunity came and then another opportunity. So when you do reinvent yourself or when you pick yourself up and pull yourself out of whatever the shadows you're in, know that you don't have to have every single answer. You don't have to have everything mapped out. You just have to know who you are and the first step that you're going to take. And then look what showed up. And you've had a great, a great run the past so many years. And a big reminder that you can't stop caring for yourself, but mm-hmm. sometimes you have to learn the lesson you twice. Do. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you do. So here
0: you are, learning the lesson <laughs> twice. So what does the future hold for you, Tazim? What is the future for Skindulgence Spa and your empire you're building around being a coach or the difference <laughs> you're making as a coach?
1: I love my my spa clients. Like honestly, they are my world. They have helped me get through this last year because I literally haven't gone back to work, even though we're not shut down in BC. I haven't gone back to work. I've seen maybe three clients in over a year, but my clients have been amazing. They've continued to support my business. I sell a ton of product. So that's allowed me to keep my doors open, but I realized that one day I I don't know when, but I do think one day I see the light at the end of the tunnel for Skindulgence Spa. Uh, and as as hard as that is for me, I know one day that will be the reality. But I am so grateful to have stepped into my coaching uh, in supporting others. Created, you know, a series of different programs. I do different workshops. I have the opportunity to speak on lots of different stages within my industry. I'm on a number of different, you know, uh, committees and panels where people, you know, look to me for advice and and yeah. and my thoughts. So I'm super grateful for all those things. But for me, continuing to just build, knowing that estheticians can grow their business even beyond their front doors. Teaching others that, you know, you can have virtual consultations. You can do treatments and help your clients have great skin even through shutdown. Every single one of my clients that I was working with through COVID, every single one of them sold a ton of retail. And thank God, because, didn't have the frontline con- opportunity to touch their clients faces yeah. so that's been a powerful piece and I know I want to um, I have a project in my heart that I want to be able to do an anthology for a spa owner so that'll be something yeah. that will I will move forward with in this next year year or year year and a half depending on how timelines go I would love to continue to just speak I, I obviously we had an opportunity I had an opportunity last year to speak and then of course everything was shut down so you know that's been paused but you know, yeah. continue to be able to just rise up to keep learning from others in my own industry. And I'm a big believer of, I believe that often you can take things outside of your industry and take what's working elsewhere and reinvent it for your own industry. So I'm a, I am love to think outside the box. That's just who I am as a person. Uh, some people see left, I see right. Some people see white, I see black, right? And so I love that I have this, I have the capacity to see beyond what's obvious. I love that. So being able to continue to coach uh, to be able to create more programs for spa owners, to be able to support them and, and to inspire them, and you know, to be also in a place where I can, can again, giving back—it is a big part of who I am—and so I'd love to create some scholarships for estheticians to be able to. So I've had this vision in my head for a long time, oh, that that will be something that I will do, you know, at some point for because there are many, you know, people that are in a really, really bad place in their life. They're great at what they do, but they zero have—they don't have any money to work with somebody to help them grow. So I'd love to be able to create like a, you know, a scholarship opportunity for estheticians and small spa owners to help them grow. But I do believe that even in hard times, you can continue to be prosperous. And I had to learn that lesson for myself, right? So I am so excited to feel like I'm finally getting my groove back and I'm finding my, my footing and feeling like I, you know, yes, I have my feet on the ground, but I can fly again too, right? So Yeah. So very, very grateful and excited for the future. Looking forward to being able to just do things virtually on a continued basis. I'd love to be able to, our, you know, our kids are grown up. Our oldest daughter's getting married this year. So be able to just maybe one day sell our home and, you know, travel for a few months. And and so travel is a big, big part of our lives as well. I love to travel, but obviously haven't been able to do that right now, but yeah, being able to continue to work. I know I have a lot of years to still put into this industry. I'm super passionate about helping people making a difference. So one esthetician at a time. I will continue to do that. So
0: that's awesome. And you know, mm-hmm. listeners, when you think of of where you're at in your career, maybe you're at the beginning of your career, and you're yeah, like yeah. the ambitious twenty one year old Tazim who opened up her own business. And at the time, that was that was very unheard of, especially for a woman in probably a woman in your culture as well. Yep. And yep. so maybe you're that kind of woman. Maybe you are the woman who is at that crossroads of Wow, do I kind of put aside what I've already done and start fresh with something else. Or maybe you're at the point where you're very established and you're ready to give back. So Tazim's kind of shown the way that she's been able to continue, continuously show up and reinvent or pivot herself into these new places in order to come back to what matters most to her. And so I hope that you're doing that as well. Um, You know, Tazim, I think it's really important that you share those moments where you say that you were in a dark place or you have mm-hmm. been in a dark place or even the struggles that you've gone through recently with really over honoring that gift of service to others yes. at your own detriment. I think yeah. we need to hear successful, powerful, confident women share that they struggle as well. So thank you mm-hmm. for doing that. I, I love that with the dynamic women podcast that we have this opportunity to have women share, like, what's really going on for you, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's really important. So, and don't forget
1: your mindset, right? That's everything. That's what I teach my coaching clients. The three M's: it's mindset, money, and juicy marketing, right? When you've got those, no matter what industry you're in, those three things are important, right? So, charging your worth, stepping into your power, you know, speaking to your right audience, but having the right mindset around all of that just brings it all together. So, no matter what industry you're in, just know that if you're stuck. You're not stuck forever, but you have to step out of that place of fear. And if I would love to, in wrapping things up, I'd love to share uh, an acronym, the, the word, yes. uh, the word fear. We talk about fear. And of course yes. this year has been so much around fear in different ways, mm. but I'm a big wordsmith. I love to write. And I actually created a whole collection of words that I call my my, my library of ta But the one word I'd leave you with is instead of thinking of fear as a as a place of detriment And think of fear as facing enthusiasm and rising Mm. above the challenges, right? So face enthusiasm, so face enthusiasm and rise. Rise. Because when you use that as a philosophy to move out of that place, we can only feel sorry for ourselves for so long. And then it's like, you know what? It's time to get off, get off the bucket, right? And just move forward. Whatever that is, one tiny step will make a difference surround yourself with the right people that can support you, that will, you know, kick you in the butt when you need it, but will also love on you when you need that too, but cheer you on. So I've been so blessed to have people like you in my world and, you know, a handful of other incredible women that have supported me on my journey, but that is a big part of it. We can't do it alone. I think that's so often we think, oh, I'm strong. I can handle this, right? But we really can't do it alone. Like we have to reach out and find ways is to to make sure that we are not alone because alone being alone and at the top is a lonely place.
0: Yes. Yes. True. So if you want to meet other amazing women like Tazim, I do uh, extend an invitation to you to join the dynamic women community. You can come onto Facebook, just search for dynamic women, global community, join our free Facebook group um, where you can meet other amazing women like Tazim. Please subscribe to this show because we do have amazing guests. I do a solo show and then I do interviews and so you don't want to miss out on any of the future guests that we have. Um, and share with a friend, you know, who needs to hear Tazim's message today. Share it with a friend. You don't have to give any preamble as to why you're sharing it. Just say you loved it and they'll get something out of it and share it with them. That really helps, you know, everyone. And to connect with Tazeem, you know, you know that she serves estheticians, spa owners. She's really great at that. She also loves talking about being a retail sales catalyst and how you can give your clients the purple carpet experience. So the fact that she was able to help her clients really stay strong and stay alive, stay afloat through COVID, even though, right, you can't be a spa owner and touch your clients, you're kind of screwed. So uh, if you want to know more about that, all of her contact details, website and such will be in the show notes. Please check that out and reach out to her, whether you are running a esthetician conference or not, you can bring her in to speak to your attendees. So thank you so much Tizine for being here. Thank you for for having me as
1: well. I love you. Thank uh, you.
0: Wishing you so much success moving forward.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Lovely to see you.
0: Yeah. And for everyone listening until next time, stay dynamic. Bye. Bye.